Welcome to Today with Jared James. And now, your host, Jared James. Hey everyone, Jared James here and welcome to episode 89 of Today with Jared James. Uh, super psyched today. Uh, I've got a uh, longtime pal, uh, longtime, I guess, business um, partner, associate, whatever you want to call it. Uh, many different things. Uh, Brandon Wise from Wise Agent, the CRM that so many people use or at least know of. Uh, Brandon, you want to say what's up to everybody? Hey guys, thanks for having me on today, Jared. Excited to be here. Me too, man. Uh, you know, I kind of told you that, you know, I do my podcast a little bit different. It was funny because I just released um, another one that I did with Linda, uh, my lady. I don't know what to call her. Um, my my lady, I joke around in there and I'm like, what do you do? Like, do you like me circle? Yes or no? What, what do you say when you're a 41 year old <laughs> man and you're with something like, you know, it feels weird saying girlfriend. Um, but we just kind of have fun and talk and, you know, it's a lot different than probably the other platforms. And um, one of the things I'm kind of excited about, and I think our audience would be excited about is, you know, they always, just like they always see a certain side of me. And then um, on the podcast, I try to show a little bit of a different side. Um, I'm sure you get the same thing, man. You're on call after call and it's like, let me do a demo and you're repeating the same things and you're doing the same things. Um, but I'd love to, if possible, get into a little bit more of the other stuff. Like, um, like for example, let's just start it out. Where are you from? I know you live in Arizona now, right? Yeah, yeah, we we uh, live in Arizona. Our wise agent is ran out of a, a town called Fountain Hills, Arizona, just right over the hill from Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah. So, um, and uh, not only are we based in Arizona, I was actually born and raised in Arizona. So in Flagstaff, Arizona, everyone's okay. that's gone to the Grand Canyon knows Flagstaff, and so that's where I was brought up and and uh, kind of did, did, got out of the snow, but didn't go too far, and and uh, found our our home in Fountain Hills. Arizona's where you get that amazing olive tone skin that you have, uh, the, uh, the natural tan. <laughs> no, no, only people on the East Coast say that. Everyone here calls me white. <laughs> oh, no, that was complete sarcasm. I was not serious. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was complete oh, okay, okay. I, was I suffer from I the same. I must have the lighting right for him to be saying that. <laughs> Please, man, I suffer from the same thing. Believe me, the exact same Either thing. Either white or bright red. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I go into like a... Um, I go into a reddish that then gets a little bit tan after a little bit. And it's funny because every time I'll go on vacation with Linda or something, you know, she's Middle Eastern. And so I'll be like, this is when I'm going to catch up. And the problem is I will come back darker shades than I went there with, but she just gets to a level I don't. It's like running with someone who's got a, um, you know, a level of speed you don't have. It doesn't matter how hard you push. Like they just, they have a gear you don't have, you know, and that that's how it is with the skin tone. But um interesting so so uh i didn't realize that you were brought up there but how old how old is wise agent now for those listening wise agent is a tool that we use um it's a crm i don't know if you call it customer or or uh, contact relationship management different people call it different things um but we've we've obviously been partnered with you guys for a long time we we had a time in between there that we'll talk about as well where we didn't where we built our own um how old is wise agent yeah, we we actually just celebrated our 20 year anniversary. So we're in year 21 now. And uh, we've definitely just taken a, a, a different approach than a lot of our competitors. We've taken the long, slow road, um, really just uh, did things a lot different, I guess. So we've focused always on listening to our members and really, really answering the phone when they call, listening to all these brokers and agents with so, so many good ideas and, and problems. And then we just innovate solutions for their problems, take their suggestions and try to 
put the technology behind it. And so, um, and, and we've just grown over the years more from word of mouth spreading and, and our partners talking about us than anything else. And, and I think it's what you hear over and over again, it comes back to the, the customer support differentiator that we, we have. I always say, I always say anything that can be built overnight can be torn down overnight. You know, it's uh, one of those deals. I actually want to get into that. Not yet, but I want to get into that, that long, slow growth thing. Um, but tell me, tell me about the beginnings. Tell me about young Brandon. So, yeah. so how does someone decide to build a CRM? Were you a, were you a developer? Were you just lost and uh, uh, had too many beers and said, let me go do this? Uh, <laughs> like, tell me how this happens. How does one say, let me go into that? Because as you know, I at one time built one and it, it's, it's not a kumbaya experience. Like it is a stressful, like, you know, every time it's like a game of Jenga. Every time you fix one thing, another thing breaks. Like, so tell me about the beginnings. Like, how did you yeah. decide this is the route I'm going? Yeah, no, um, I think it's it, again, a little different path than everyone else. Cause we, we didn't even know what we were doing. So it, it was really, um, one of those things we stumbled into. I had just gotten my real estate license. I had my uh, my license hung with Coldwell Banker in Scottsdale. How old and, are you? How, how old are we talking? So so this is uh, I just I just turned fifty. So this is twenty years okay. ago. So okay, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, about about twenty two years ago. And and uh, what I realized right away as a, as a brand new agent is I'm going to screw this up if I don't figure out how to get organized. My my business in, in here in Arizona. I was selling how little condos really to friends and family, but they were in Tempe and Chandler and Mesa. So I'm all over the Valley and, and they had it set up where you could jump in and use any office you wanted, whatever it was near. So you could use their conference room. So it was really nice, but you would get there and unless in all of your stuff was at your home office and there was no, no such thing as internet based CRM at that time. And no, we're uh, talking, you're talking 2022 20, years. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a different yeah. world. It was really a top producer was the only CRM for real estate out there. It was like six I at the time. And it was just, this, uh, you know, a software that lived on one computer and I wasn't techie. I had looked at it a couple of times and said, man, that looks, I don't even understand. It looks way too difficult for me and didn't even really know what, what it was. You know, I'm just getting started fumbling through this and uh, had gotten an invite to go to a, a Cardinals football game here with a buddy. And we ended up in the, the top, you know, nosebleed of nosebleeds. So we were sitting up there drinking beers, and I, he was asking me how my new real estate venture is going. I said, "Man, I'm, I'm, I'm actually selling houses here, but I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to get sued. That's all I hear about is dropping the ball, and I've got so many things going on. I need a system that can organize it." He's like, "What do you, what do you do?" I'm a programmer. This is my my buddy Mike, and and so I started writing down on a beer napkin. Hey, here's exactly what in my head what could help me get organized, so I can so I don't screw this thing up. And uh, he's like, oh, I can build that for you. So, so that was kind of the start of, of Wise Agent without us knowing what was happening. And um, maybe a month later, I ended after we got it going, and I had moved my business onto this tool that lived on a, a website that he where he worked at. You know, where he's just using the back end of someone else's uh, stuff. That I would log in, and I would have my database and a little checklist to kind of walk me through transactions, so I wouldn't forget an inspection or an appraisal or you know all the little things you have to, you're in charge of. And um, I ended up getting the Rookie of the Quarter award. And I was on on stage, you know, and, and uh, just getting the award. And, and one of the questions was, hey, how, how are you doing all these transactions without an assistant at that time? 
And I say, oh, you know what? I've got, I've got this system that kind of walks me through it. And then I could pull it up right here because it's internet based. And I showed it, not even knowing what, what it was called, you know, and, and there was no password at the time. So everyone in the, in the audience could have logged right into my database and see, you know, uh, I was, I was, you know, didn't know what I was doing, but I that, just was, before, that was before was. you were putting like friends characters or whatever you do, the Hills, like, what do you do right now yeah. in, your, in, in wise agent when you do demos? Yeah, we, like We've always got celebrities in there. For, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, so as I'm showing it, hands started going up and say, how much does this thing cost? And, and it was really after that meeting, I got back and I was like, Mike, people want to pay us for this thing. You know me, you, you, you've got to get this set up where other people can use it. He's like, well, then we need a server, you know? And so it just really started with two guys that didn't know what they were doing, but we just said, Hey, let's, if we're going to, if we're going to do this, let's be the guys that always answer the phone. That was in a time where no one was answering the phone. It was all, you know, the moving, moving overseas and you couldn't get help for anything. And so we just decided, Hey, let's just be these guys that, that answer the phone. Let's listen to our customers. And um, that was just a really slow start. And I, I was making every every welcome call back then as people logged in. And um, oh, wait, 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 back up, back up, person. back up. So wait, you put yeah. it together. You put it together. So like, okay, so, well, yes. So you went from you went from here. It is put together. Hey, what is that? Because look, what I find is a lot of people will be interested in something, but it doesn't mean they'll pay money for it. Right. Um, so what was that? Let's just like zero in for a second. How did you determine price? What price did you charge? And tell me about that time right there. Like, did you even know how to onboard people? Did you even know, like, <laughs> like what was the support look like? Like, all of a sudden, there's an issue. They're talking to Mike. They're talking to, and is Mike Mike still with you, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're Mike's still the guy with the with the with the the beard and the. He's got the beard. He's our CTO. Still, still running the uh, the dev dev team today, and and okay. uh, still best friends. So. So so tell yeah, me about no, that. Yeah. How do you come up with pricing and everything? And and how are you charging people? Because this is Man. back then. Like this isn't yeah. like today you just grab, you know, square or you grab uh, you know, whatever. Like, how are you doing this? So so we got this this site put together and we figured out how to let people log in and create an account. And and then I just started telling a few friends in the office, hey, get on this thing and see what you think, you know. And and uh it was just really whoever I knew and 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 I had a list of these. People that had called me, that had seen it at the conference, so I started calling them, and, and there was no no. We didn't have a way to charge at that point, and so after we got you know ten or fifteen people, but I mean on, there was no started, Stripe, there was no no no. Like, and and like, so then yeah. when we finally figured out, hey, these guys are willing to pay us at some point, you know, after they we had given them uh, you know several months free, we we hooked up PayPal, and so we came up with uh, wow. hey, let's do nine nine ninety nine, and it's nine ninety nine. We give everyone thirty days free. Yes, you know, $9.99 a month. And, and uh, this PayPal is the only way we got it. So you have to pay by PayPal. And so we just hooked up PayPal. PayPal and, after PayPal, because I don't think PayPal back then accepted credit cards. Um, I I don't. I was don't, that after they started oh, yeah. accepting credit cards? Or was I think, it, like, that, I think it was PayPal right about the time. Bank? Yeah, I think it was right about the time they started accepting credit cards. But there was a lot of people who was just debiting their bank at that point, you know, and so um, and dropping it in our account. And that, and that was. You know, we thought we were genius getting that part figured out. Nine ninety nine, uh, yeah. And and at that point, um, I was going on meetings and and to show you how much we didn't know. After uh, I had met met with a broker in in Anthem, and she was showing me everything that we should have that we don't have. You know, giving me all what has she's built it on her Excel sheets and and just a lot of great ideas. And she said, "Man, I really think this can be an amazing CRM." 
And I got back to the office uh, to, or to my my uh, my house that was our office at that point, and and uh, I told Mike, "Hey, that's like the third person I've talked to that, that says this this uh, CRM. I think we've got that, what, what is this thing?" So we had to Google CRM, and we I was like, "Mike, I know what we are. We're a CRM." So, so you didn't we even really, know you didn't even know what you were we doing. You just kind of yeah. You know, and uh, so so then we realized, man, we are. And and, and for anyone that, out there that doesn't know or, or can't remember what, what Jared said, yeah, we, we call it um, CRM stands for contact relationship management. And definitely the key word is relationships. That's what this whole thing is about. And so um, it's expanded a lot more than what you when you think of a contact management system is just a, really an address book. But uh, it's, it's gone a long way. But just. A little side note there for because I know there's always someone looking, what the hell is CRM? And that's what we were thinking back then, you know. Um, yeah, and so then then we were just, you know, taking it as it came and and I was still selling houses on the side. So this wasn't even a full-time job at that point. And then we had one of the title companies come to us. It was a security title at that point. And and they said, Hey, could you could you put our logo on there? And we've got 20 title reps that work in Arizona and they, and, and they'll start, you know, no one wants to hear about title anymore. They all know we have to go to these meetings every Tuesday and bring bagels. It would be great if we had something we could start sharing and teaching yeah. and helping yeah. these agents. And so we figured out how to put their, their logo on, you know, co-branded. And that was really what, what got us taken off is they, but it's this, all local. This, the, well, the reason why it worked with that company is because it was all local. So it was a local oh. company. These were local agents. So it's like, oh, this makes you weren't even thinking beyond that at this point. Right now, no. you're just like, how many? Yeah. How many at this point? How many users were on your system? Oh, we're we're probably talking about you know a hundred a hundred users at that point. You know, <laughs> that's when, a good when, amount though. Um, like for in the beginning, like that's a yeah. Good, yeah, you know, we were we were getting yeah they they were they were coming and, and it was just by word of mouth and and uh, so it, everyone there was just a lot of people out there that were feeling just like I was hey I need I need something that goes that lives on any computer I can get to it wherever I'm at so I don't have to lug around these big heavy laptops at that point you know yeah. um, they, they were a hassle and and so uh, I think people were just looking for it and and as as simple as it was, and uh, you know, I feel looking back, man, we just didn't have any any features, but we had the the, the basic things that they were looking for at that point. And which is more than the what they were company. doing, which is more yeah. than what ninety nine percent of agents are doing. Just having yeah. something was right. was more than what they were doing. And and even that might even go for today as well. Even if we if we had that same simple Very system, true. you know, yeah. So anyway. Um, yeah, so the, the title company really helped. And then before you knew it, we had other title companies in the Valley saying, hey, can you put our branding on that too? You know, and, and that kind of got us taken off. And so it was it was with definitely the support of, of you know, these, these title reps that were out there talking about us and it was helping them because they would be able to, now people actually wanted to see them come in the office because they knew, hey, this is the technology expert that hooked my buddy up, you know, and so... It, it, it just kind of started rolling down. And that was really the, the start and how we got this thing up and running. That's Stumbled crazy. into it and didn't even know what a CRM was when we That's too it. funny. So, you had to look up what um, the, oh, this is what we are. You know, this is, uh, yeah, yeah. it's like and, and really, we, figuring out who he was. Yeah, yeah. And and I remember when Mike and I were talking, you know, as we were putting this together, I said, man, what if, what if we can each make one car payment a year with this thing? You know, we were thinking, you know, real small, you know, and so... Um, yeah. And, and before you knew it, it was, we, we had money coming in and it was, I love that. Mike got a call and he got laid off, 
you know, and, and, and they were, they were saying, Hey, we're having hard times. We're not going to be able to pay you anymore. And I said, Mike, you know, I'm still selling houses and we're getting busy. I think there's enough work for you to keep you going full time. And it's a little pay cut, but if we shuffle all this money to you, you, you don't need to get another job. And so that kind of started it and got us rolling. And, uh, we just, we, we were, I guess, never really focused on the money or even the growth. We were just having fun, you know, solving problems and help, helping people. And so, um, I'll, and bet, I'll bet Mike was pretty focused on money once he got laid off. He <laughs> <You laughs> wanted to make sure that, yeah. yeah. And I mean, and, and, and we've always just taken that route of, um, making sure we had the money to put back into just kept on putting the money back in and we reinvesting, reinvesting. What was, yeah. what was the first, what was the first major issue you had? Like, like, uh, once you start getting users, it's like a, it's a, it's a two-edged sword. It's a, you know, it, on one hand, you know, it's like awesome. Oh my God. It's like proof of concept. This is great. Uh, on the other hand, that also creates issues when it comes to the server. It comes to people, oh. more people using it than whatever that it comes to whatever. Right. What was the, what do you remember? Like the first major issues that like kept you up or like started stressing you guys or made you think maybe we shouldn't have done this. We should have just kept it for ourselves. Like, like tell yeah, me about it, that. Yeah, it was it was the the server issues for us because back then you know now we're on on Amazon Web Services AWS so yeah. it, there's no problem to scale up and down but back then um, we only had our our first we had our one server and then we heard oh man you've got to mirror this thing because what if that goes down you know and so so every dollar goes into buying another server and. and and then to get these two running the exact same at the same time and all the information, you know, because now people are putting stuff in yeah. in the middle of the night. And so you had to take it down. And then went, I remember there was a couple of times when he said, OK, we got to just take it down for an hour. And then he couldn't get it back up, you know. And so there was a lot of stress. And we were doing yeah. all that all that kind of work after hours or at nighttime or weekends. And uh, so, yeah, any time that they, they would, you know, he would start taking the site down or adding to it. And then we, as, as we were growing, we we're like, man, we've got to buy more server. Why is everything slowing down all of a sudden? Everything was going good last week. And, you know, and just like you said, as people started dumping all this data yeah. in, and then we, we, like we created the flyer feature. Well, then that, that made them start uploading pictures and images are much bigger, you know, but we had so now it's more and more capacity, and, more and more. Yeah. yeah. And so e each of these little things we've, we've always had to figure out. And, and we got to a point where we had, you know, eight servers going in in this big, you know, secure building that we we were dumping all kinds it's of money. Way into. different now than AWS. I mean, back oh. then you had little physical like yeah, servers, like physical servers. And and there was one time where um, the power the power strip failed. You know, but you think you were thinking it's a service failed, and so we're rushed. We have to go drive downtown to Phoenix to get go through this all, all the security to get to our locker that has the the you know the servers in it, and then start trying to diagnose and figure out what what's going on, and calling everyone you know that's in the hardware. And yeah, say, yeah. What's going? And it turns out to be a, a power a power surgeon, you know. Or, um, so you're trying to do your real estate stuff, but you're also over here, like you know, right, you know, right. Problems, plug and hold, just like oh my god, oh my god, like what's going on. So, uh, exciting, stressful, what, like, like, yeah, did you ever I think, think to yourself, like, you know what, maybe we just go back to me using it. Like I'm, I'm not in for this or, or no. No, I, I guess not. Um, you know, once we start, start going, it, it was, it's like almost a rush every, every day to fix these problems and, and yeah. I get the it's adrenaline and, and definitely 
even to this day, when anything goes wrong on the uh, on the tech side, to see a bunch of developers get their adrenaline going, that you know, it's it's a, it's a sight, you know, and it's kind of it's it's uh, it's always exciting, and 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 I know we are always going to solve every problem that we we run into, and it's just get past the next. What's the next? Right, it's so part of uh, you're not promised no problems. You just you just got to. Right, solve right. The problems. That's it. Like yeah. it's it's inevitable, yeah. right? When the you're same about same that. thing when you're selling houses, man. There's a problem in every transaction. It's you're inevitable. Just kind of fixing this problem. So, so yeah. Um, it, and it, it just it just uh really became our our passion, you know, as we started getting into it and, and realizing, man, we're we're helping a lot of people reach their goals, you know, using our system. And yeah. and then we started having, you know, um, companies that were we're um, like a virtual assistant coming and they're running everything off. And we're like, man, there's a whole company running off of our system, you know, that we didn't even, you know, they're making their money. So, so we just realized, man, we're just, now you're like, now we can't back out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, we're, we're, we're in, we're in, you know, and, and uh, we have a, a really, we run our office, uh, you know, different, we try to be, we're, we're definitely a, a, the one of the only tech companies in our town and, we make it a fun place, fun place. You know, we've got our video games and dartboards and shuffleboard and the candy bar. And, you know, so we, we try to have a lot of fun today. Is Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo here in Arizona. You know, I'm a little surprised Hill. you didn't jump on with a margarita. I'm a little surprised. Okay. I expected more from you. We're, we're they're, they're being delivered at noon today. We're having a big Cinco de Mayo I party. Feel like, I feel like at least, oh my God, that's right. We're having a thing too. I completely forgot. Uh, uh, I feel like at least 50% of the time that I've seen you, you've had a drink in hand. At least because uh, we usually because we see each other at events. I, I usually cheers you when you because because you've got one in your hand as well. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No. <laughs> all right. So that that's that's all interesting. Like I was telling a lady the other day, I said your biggest problem is you think you're not supposed to have problems, you know? And and yeah. it's like, no, no, everybody's got like that's the idea. Like if you don't have problems, then you're not doing anything, right? You're you're right. you might as well uh you know go buy a plot at a cemetery and wait. Like problems are just a part of life, right? Um when did you, well, first of all, I want to get to a couple things there. What were your, what came first, hiring other people or you going full-time? Me going full-time. Okay. And yes. when did that happen? And when did you know it was time to do that? What was the leap? Were you scared or were you comfortable? Were you with your wife at that time? Were you not? Like, I want to know that whole dynamic of, Hey, I'm going to stop selling real estate. I'm going to get into, we're doing this. Like, Tell me about that dynamic. When did it happen? What point were you at? Was it was it comfortable to do it? Was it scary to do it? Was it like tell me the whole thing? Yeah, you know, um, so so I before I got in, I I had met my my wife at the hospital. I was an X-ray tech, and she was in uh, nuclear medicine. So we're kind of both in the radiology department, and that was what really gave me the. I knew I wasn't cut out for this hospital scene at all, and I was just really every patient I had on the table. I was asking, Hey, what, what do you do? Cause I got to figure out what I'm going to do next I, you know, and I can't just, just jump. So after, after we got married, I was able to get my insurance through her and I had talked to enough realtors on the table that I was like, that's what I'm going to do. And that's what kind of led me to get into. When, the, when the is that? Stuff. Like how far in is that? Like how many this years is, in after you start uh, charging people nine 99 to that point after Mike goes full time after whatever, how long in yeah. is that, does that happen? Yeah. So, so then after I got my license, it was, it was really, you know, six months in um, to real estate when we, when we built wise agents. So I was just a, a rookie still trying to figure the business out. Um, and then it was um, maybe three months into it is when security title came and said, Hey, co-brand this thing. And, and then it just started getting busy. 
And, and one of the things that we had set up, you know, right from, from day one, I said, you know what, every person that, that registers, I want to get a, a text message so I can call them and welcome them on. And so it became, I was doing, started doing a lot of welcome call, you know, everywhere I'm going, I'm driving people around. And while they're looking at a house, I was calling realtors, welcoming on. And then, then the phone just became every call. It wasn't to show one of my listings. It was a, a someone saying, hey, can you add this feature onto that, onto your CRM? Can you add this? You know, um, and the, and the so, ultimate customer feedback, right? Like you're yeah, hearing whatever. And the more, yeah. the more it was coming in, I realized, man, this is, is it starting to interfere with my real estate business now? You know, I'm, I'm not oh, able yeah, to yeah, get yeah, all yeah. the attention. So we were just um, working a lot of hours. So it was real estate in the day, working wise agent after, you know, in between, in between showings and at night and weekends. And, and, and then I still, so, I still, by the way, man, I still relate to that. Like that is, uh, people are always like, when did you, so I, when I left my real estate practice, I mean, I left a flourishing real estate practice. Like it was, it was almost insane to go do anything else. But when I started doing that, it was the same thing, man. Like I was, I was literally at one point getting on stage, doing whatever, and then going backstage, answering calls from buyers and sellers and doing whatever. And you hit this breaking point where you're just like, got to make a decision here. Like yeah, this, yeah. this, this isn't exactly. like, you know, boy with a dream anymore. This is like, we got to make a decision here because, you know, something's got to get the focus. Right, right. Yeah, no, that was exactly it. And I, and I was, I said, okay, if we're going to do this, I've got to get in. And so, so yeah, it, 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 it kind of came, you know, gradually, I guess, but, but then I realized you just wake up one day and realize, man, I'm spending all my time on this, this business. And, and now it's this one's starting to suffer. And so at that point we looked at the funds and I'm like, man, I think I can and do your this. your heart was probably over on the other. Your heart was probably into the CRM, right? Like you yeah, were like, it was, it was. I was I was getting so much uh, you know, just joy, fulfillment, I guess, out of out of talking to these agents and then being able to call and say, Hey, we built it, you know, check this out, you know, and, and they would get so happy knowing, hey, they, they built this for me. And and you know, and so it was was it, uh, was it called wise agent at that point, or was it oh, just kind of like CRM? Geez, that, that's a that's a whole nother story. So as soon as we got, we we're like, man, let's come up with a name and and I said, well, we, we've got to use my name in it. You know, it was and, given and, the and name Brandon agent didn't go over the same way. <laughs> so we, 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 we came up with the perfect name we thought, and it was called wise realtor. And, uh, so we ordered our Copyright business course, you know, get, got all of our branding all set up, spent, spent, you know, that, that all the time and money in that. And, and of can course, you even use that? You can't use the word realtor. No, right? And then uh, we got, I checked the mail one day and we had a nice <laughs> two page letter, a cease and desist letter from the uh, national association of realtors saying, you can't use your, use our name and your name, you know, and we're wow. like, what is he talking? About? And at that point we didn't even have a lawyer. So I said, okay, I guess they win. Uh, throw all your <laughs> business cards away. And then uh, let's come up with something else. It's so, all out the door, the business yeah, cards, the everything uh, sounded like such a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we're like, what is it going to be? And, and it, at that point, someone else owned the URL wise agent. So we became the wise agent. Oh. And then uh, I started reaching out to them and saying, Hey, you know, any chance you're not doing anything with this It's just sitting there. And about, it was, it was about two years of, of consistency, reaching out to some guy I didn't know and, and telling him, Hey, if you ever want, want to sell that thing, I could sure use it. It's my name, you know, and before, you know, he, they finally, I got what'd him. You have, what'd you have to pay for it? Are you allowed to say? You know, it, it was less than 500 bucks at that point. Oh, come on. So, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You probably would have paid more and he only asked for 400 or something. Oh uh, yeah. Dude, yeah, the, yeah. By, by the yeah. way, man, I'm in the same thing. Why do you think we're Jared James today? 
jaredjamestoday.com. Why do you think I'm Jared James today on Instagram? Jared James today. Because there's a company called jaredjames.com that is out in like Great Britain or something that doesn't do a lot of work, but no matter what, they will not. I've been 15 years I've been trying to buy this thing. And it, you know, and I will gladly, if you're listening right now, I will pay less than $500 in a second <laughs> uh, to get it. But I have not. I own all the others. I've got jaredjames.net. I've got jaredjames.us. I've got jaredjames.whatever. Yeah. I don't have jaredjames.com, which drives me insane. But uh, uh, all right. So tell me about, okay. So you, so you, um, that's very interesting. But when you first start off, I, I know it's great to say, you know, it was, it wasn't about the money. It was about, we want to make what that's awesome. But your, your mortgage company, your landlord doesn't care about you making a nice product. So when you first start, do you have to come up with something where it's like, okay, there's, there's enough revenue. Like, like, are you splitting revenue with Mike and saying, Hey, this will actually work for me. Are you taking a leap? Are you getting an investor? Are you doing more of those, uh, you know, uh, those deals with the title? Like, how are you making it feasible for you to actually make this move while also not being a homeless CRM owner? Right, right. Yeah. So we were, I guess we were just really, really blessed and we're always grateful that it did take off fast enough. And, and, when, when we were telling people it was $9.99 a month, no one had an issue putting their PayPal. You were still at $9.99 at that point. You were still at, at $10. At that point, yeah. We, we stayed there for, I don't, you know, a couple of years, I would say, before we felt comfortable. And then, and then the next jump was $14.95, you know. We, did you so, grandfather those people or did you did you go up on, we, the, new, on, the, that, on the beginning? You know what? That, that was one thing that, that – um, we were big on is, Hey, let's just be the good guys in this thing. And we, the, all the stuff that people don't like about all these tech companies, let's do it. Right. So yeah, we've always grandfathered everyone in every price. Dude, uh, dude, I've got, know. I've got users still paying $9 a month for our virtual coaching. Yeah. Because so, yeah. they got in when it was terrible and it was just uh -huh. an idea. And I, I didn't it. know what we were doing. We're like, let's give this a shot. Let's, you know, whatever. We were the first ones that did that virtual training online. And we still have people like when I see like every once in a while I'll look and I'll see like charges for $9 a month and uh -huh. they mean so much more to me than our users paying thousands of dollars or doing, you know, whatever it is. I'm like that person signed up literally just because it was me. And they were like, I'm in, you know, I'm whatever. When there was, yes. there was no reason to like, it, it was, you know, and I will never change their price. Like that will always be their price. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I know that feeling, man. Yeah. And and, awesome. and those people are also some of our best salesmen today, you know, because yeah. they're, they're, they're mostly the ones that are doing it. They're successful and people are constantly asking them what they use. And so it's uh, always, always been good for us. All right. So, so the full answer to that question was you had enough, you know, monthly subscribers that you had, but you needed to make it work. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or you and had an investor. I, I guess, I guess um, be, be, maybe because of the way that, that Mike and I were both brought up with without a lot of money, we didn't need a lot of money to make it work. You know, we were used to to live in our lives with no money, so it wasn't it wasn't. Like we started uh, this on a napkin. Yeah, and it didn't it didn't we didn't have to be the uh, you know what, when people think about a tech CEO what, what the perceptions we we didn't care what, what they thought, you know hey we're we're happy and and uh, we had a. So we were able to to make enough money that we were we were happy that you know the whole time really. Yeah, you're like so we, we can do what we want to do. We can be happy, and even if this doesn't grow anymore, there's enough here to make this work. We can we can live. You know, do you know what I, you know what I love about that man is um, 
I don't know if you know the company uh, Homebot, uh, yeah, yeah. which was which was started by a buddy of mine, uh, Ernie Graham. Um, he's he's one of the guys I go and do like my boys trips with the Tulum and stuff. That company started on a napkin. Like I remember him showing me in a uh, God, what was it? It was like a we were in like a like a diner or something. Like I don't remember where we were. And he's showing me on a napkin. This is how it's going to work. And da, 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 da. he's going through all this, whatever. And then you look at it, you know, he sold the company two years ago. He's still the chairman. There'll be another sale that happens, whatever. And I always look back on it because everyone now looks at it as like, you know, this big company that, you know, is now, you know, most people in the real estate industry know of and mortgage people use it and realtors use it and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I was there when we were writing on a napkin and, and he's showing me like, you know, this is what it's going to be. And so I love that origin story of like you guys sitting there having beers and you're just like, you know, this is what I, this is what I need. This is what because most stuff starts there. The difference is for most people is that's also where it ends for most people. It's like I have an idea, but then they just kind of, eh, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the difference, right? It's like you, you, right. you do that, you have the idea and then there's all these pitfalls that come, all these problems that come, all these, you know, whatever. And it's funny when a company goes and sells eventually, when you talk about the tech space, a lot of people on the outside look at it and they're just like, oh, you know, look at that. They just go sell it and they make all these, you know, millions of dollars, whatever. And it's like, no, 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 you don't understand like what it took to get to this place, like the risk right. that it takes and the heartache and the late nights and the sleepless nights and the all those things you weren't willing to go go through just because you're watching now. <laughs> you weren't there for that and you wouldn't have made it through that. Therefore, you didn't deserve to have that return, you know? But so cool, man. So cool. Yeah. Every we hear all the time, man. It's like you guys are just an overnight success. <laughs> you know, that's that's a, that's what they think. <laughs> did you ever did you ever take investment? Did you ever take no. like investment? And I guess, you just literally were organic all the way. I guess through. that was it. You you know what we were we were almost afraid of it again growing up the way we did. We didn't know anything about money or or that whole world of investing. And other than the stories that we were hearing of, hey, don't do it, it'll, you know, it'll change everything. And so um, we were at that at that point, really, we weren't getting a lot of offers for money. We didn't have investors emailing us every day. Like, you don't even know where to go. What happens later? Yeah. And we didn't know how we're so we weren't seeking it and they weren't they weren't reaching out to us. And I, I think at that point, we probably would have if we had it, you know, because as you grow, then you, you end up have your email box full of investors, you know, private equity firms daily reaching out. But uh, is that the, the case? Days, you, get, you get a lot of offers now for investment and and uh, uh, purchases and like all. Do you get that kind of stuff now? Yeah, I think I think that all all tech companies are companies that have been around for a while. Those those private equity guys are are uh, they're they're very. There's a lot of them, and they're they're. Uh, Definitely good at, at reaching. If you've out got good MRR, things. right? If you've got good MRR, yeah. they're like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, they're all yeah, and and they see that we're do we're doing cool things, and so, um, but we, yeah, to answer your question, no, we've we've never taken any any kind of investment money. We we were didn't we never wanted to be in any kind of debt, and we and we've always thought, hey, we're doing good now. Maybe we'll take money when we when we need it, and and we've been able to keep up that growth and put the money back in that we've never come to a time where we're like man, we don't have enough money to do whatever it is we, we needed yeah. to do. We've always been able to figure out in-house. And I think, uh, and then just looking at, you know, the longer you can hold out without taking money, the, the more your value is going up. And, and so when it does come, you're not going to have to give away as much. Of, of well, do company. you, do you, so that's interesting. So um, 
Is there also a part of it too? Like I know for me, right? Like I never took investment in my companies. I've been offered many times to have investment in my companies and you know, whatever, but uh, I love that I own a hundred percent, you yeah. know, like, and, and with it's that, comes, with that comes not only, you know, one day, eventually, if you wanted to have an exit strategy, but it also comes with decision-making, you know, uh, was, did that have any bearing on that? Like, did you, did you like the idea that, no, we have decisions and how do you guys do that? Are you guys 50, 50, are you 51, 49? Are you, uh, let's arm wrestle it out. Like what, 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 what's that look like for you guys? And did that decision, did decision-making have anything to do with also not taking investment? Yeah, I think I think that was a, a huge piece of our decision not to is that we probably we were uh, we were I, I guess especially in the in the early days we were having a lot of fun like we, like we thought tech companies were supposed to and you know there's a party in our office every Friday or we're taking people out to happy hour now now we're now we do a happy hour once a month and when we celebrate all the anniversaries and birthdays so we've cut back a lot um, but we still yeah we still have fun. But we were thinking, man, if we if we do this and the fun stops is what we've heard over and over. And and so a lot of it was just like we, we just like being in control and and, and do it. And, and then I was, uh, you know, real fortunate that I, Mike and I were, were good friends, you know, right after I got I met him after, right after high school. And we were just stayed buddies for a long time. And then when we got in business together, we really, um, I guess, very fortunate that I was just like minded guys because we're 50 50 partners. And um, we've never had an issue that we couldn't, you know, talk through. And, and you must have had page. disagreements, but it's just oh, basically yeah, yeah. like if you disagree, you don't move forward type of thing. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's just um, been a really good relationship. And I know that's what what leads to a lot of, um, you know, sales or fails in, in businesses is the partnerships. But, um, you yeah, know, it's been solid and we've always kind that's of been good. on the same page and you know, um, made it, made it work. And it's been a good, good relationship. That's good, man. You don't have to get specific, but have you ever had an offer that has been tempting when you've been like, Hey, maybe it's time to sell wise agent. Um, yeah, I guess we've, we've had some that, that were very, uh, we, that we kind of started going down the road and, and yeah. checking it out more and more. And, and for one reason or another, it's been, been, I guess, three different times where we've, stopped and put some actual hours into what would this look like you know because yeah. this is pretty good and in each i was time, gonna say you, it's your baby and it's also i mean the reason people are interested is because there probably is good mrr and, and for anybody listening yeah. that's you know monthly recurring revenue and it's a good business model and it's a good you know they, they used to say you know how do you get rich in real estate 19 dollars a month at a time and yeah. you know crms yeah. are the king I, they're like the right, they're like right. the, the local gym membership you know you've got so many users and uh, a certain percentage of them use it, a certain percent don't, but you still get charged every month, you know, because they're not right, going to give up right. the database. They're not going to, it's a very sticky business, um, yeah. which is great, you know? I think it, for for us, it's, um, we practice what we preach. We're really big on being authentic and this is all about relationships. And man, we've built a lot of really tight and good relationships with our, our members, our brokers and agents across the country. And so- um, I'm always thinking about what's in their best interest as well, not just what's, what's good for us. And you look at the the different CRMs that have have come and and sold in our time, you know, just in the last 20 years, and it's just over and over again. Um, when you see uh, for you know even the recent the last three that just went, yeah. when you see the private different private all different private equity firms that have bought them, but we don't see them 
taking good care of their clients after after the sale. You know, they're not answering their phone. They're not fixing bugs. You, you see a huge little, turnover. You see a big things, turnover yeah. of the users that are yeah, there. And, yeah, big turnover. That's been really good for us because it's been, just got an yeah. open open doors of people, you know, switching over. But we don't want that to to happen. You know, so we're very we, when we think about what we would do, we're, we want to make sure that if we ever do go down that road, we have a good partner or, or, or the, the right company to sell to. That well, not for nothing. I think what separates you from a lot is that your name is literally on it. Yeah, no, that, that's, your that, name that's is on big. it. You it's, know? It's, it's, yes, yes. Not the original name, the but, it's, but it's, uh, your name is actually on there. Um, hey, speaking of relationships, I was just thinking about this and I'm terrible at this stuff, like terrible. Um, do you remember when you and I met? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we've, uh, well, I, I, I took a peek before, <laughs> before the meeting, but yeah, I, I put you in my, my wise agent in 2012. Oh my God. You actually, so 2012. So we're talking 11 years ago. Yeah. Do you remember where it was? Yeah. I, I want to, I, I, I should have looked, but I, I want to say it was at a, at a NAR a national association realtor conference. That and, uh, yeah. And you still, and do you I, still go to any of those? You know, I, I do um, a, a lot less, but I still I love getting out there and actually shaking hands and, and meet, meeting yeah. some of our, our clients. So so uh, where and I, I actually like standing at the booth and working the booth when I get an opportunity, you yeah. know, um, it's just uh, now now we've got people that that's what they do. But yeah, uh, yeah anytime I can. Um, I think that's another thing is, you know, different is I'll, I'll be out there on, on the floor show um, at the show floor you know, shaking hands and listening to problems or, or listening yeah. to all the success stories. But I, I, yeah, I like really like uh, getting to see everyone over and over throughout the years. You know, it's uh, this, all the, all the same faces. That come yeah. To these yeah. Very, so you just get, get to know people and get great relationships and you miss them if you don't, if you don't see them after a while. So you got to get out there. I haven't been going to it. Like, honestly, so it's funny because um, I used to love coming by and I'd come by your booth and say, what's up? And you used to be like, I've got this many signups. Look at these over here. You got all <laughs> excited. Like it was, it, it was always fun to go do that. Uh, it's so funny because I was just talking to, uh, you know, Dan and John, right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Dan Stewart, John Mangus, my boys. Um, I haven't really been going to, I've been traveling so much doing our own events and doing whatever that like I, it, it's tough to like hit a lot of the industry events that I used to go to year after year after year and you meet everybody and you get to know the crowd. And it's like, you know, you just becomes like part of like your community, so to say. Yeah. And it was funny because uh, Mangus actually sent uh, a text this morning. I guess he was getting ready to go to, I think it was like mid-year. I know they call it something else now, uh, mm -hmm. but it's like mid-year for any art. He's like, it's just not the same, you know, uh, <laughs> one of these, one of these years, I'm going to get back out and uh, just kind of just go to hang. Cause we used to go just to hang. Like literally it was, yeah. wasn't work. It wasn't like, I remember year after year at NAR being like, Hey, you're going to speak. Nope. Nope. <laughs> like literally just going for like, you know, you got your industry contacts, you got whatever, but we would get a condo off somewhere off site, just like a guy's trip, just fun, you know, whatever. I got to get back to it, man. It's uh, yeah. seeing guys like oh. you and, and, and others. It's uh, those are like some of the best, the best memories is, all those after parties and, you know, all the real stuff happens. I feel like that's where all the real business happens. Yeah, I know. We've, we've built so many relationships at those after parties at these conferences. It's great. Yeah. And when I, when I walked in the office this morning, they had the, the booth ready to, to go out and the suitcases packed. So head, heading off to DC for the, for the mid-year conference. Oh, they are, they're actually going. So you're not going though. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not doing this one. Um, 
but I, I am going to be at, your, at the Jerry James Summit for sure. That's one that I said, hey, I'm Oh, the Jerry James Advance in October. Yeah, 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 awesome. yeah, and the fact that you're having it in uh, Nashville helps to get me there as well. <laughs> Do you know what's funny, man? I'm so tired of Nashville. Like, I'm I'm so tired of Nashville and Vegas. And, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just over it, man, because it's like, you know, in my world where you go and do the speaking stuff and everything, it's like we I have so many events at those places that it's just like I'm over it. Like unless unless look, I'm not at the point anymore where like I'm not going to go up by myself and go party and whatever. That's not really my thing. Right. And so I really just kind of hang in the hotel. It's an early night for me. I go to Nashville. I'm in right. bed at like 7 p.m. Unless I'm there with like people I knew if I knew you were there, I had friends there, whatever. And we could go enjoy some bands, have some fun, whatever. But by myself, like, I'm just like, I'm good. You know, right, like, right. I'm going to go hang around a bunch of drunk 23-year-old bachelorette parties. You know? <laughs> Not really my thing, you know. Um, but, yeah, man. Uh, but Nashville, it's so funny. That's why we keep doing it at Nashville. And for anybody listening, we're talking about the Jared James Advance in October this year, which is going to be October 23rd and 24th. Um, but people love to go there. You know, so for me, it's like, oh, here we go again. But, like. People love to go there. Now, day two, opening day, you're generally speaking to a crowd of hungover people. Um, okay. But it's it's a good time. And you know, it's fun, man, because talk about us knowing each other for years and years and years. You were at, I think, the first, I think you were at the first Jared James yes. Advance, if I remember correctly, at the Connecticut Convention Center. And I feel like we always fudge the numbers and say there was like 250 people there, but there's no way there was 250 people there. I want to say maybe 170 um maybe like who knows somewhere around there um and so like whenever i talk to you it's always cool because yeah you were there for those things and then you know throughout the years and now so this year if you notice last year at the advance we took the back quarter or third of the room and we made them because we always do um we always do classroom style where everybody's right. got a got a table in front of them and you know make it nice and easy and then last year we had to take the back quarter or third of the room and go theater style. I don't know if you noticed that. Right. That's because we ran out of room. And then this year we're looking at it and we're going, oh shoot, like are we going to have to? And I honestly, our goal, and I think we'll have to see how this goes. Everybody can go back and play this at some point. But I'm thinking, man, within five years, we're probably going to have to do the convention center there or the arena or whatever it is with the, you know, because uh -huh. we're getting to the point now where. The way these things go, you got to book them years in advance. And so we do the Grand Hyatt, which is, you know, a beautiful hotel. It's like brand new. It's on the end of broad. So it's like far enough away that people aren't throwing up on your shoes, but it's close enough that you can walk to everything. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but the problem with booking years in advance is you don't know what it's going to look like, what your brand is going to look like, what your, you know, whatever. And now we're hitting a point where it's like the place is gorgeous. But we're running out of space, like when it comes to doing our breakouts and doing our, you know, whatever, you need a certain amount of people to be able to fit. Like, I don't know right. if you noticed, but last right. year we did, we did less breakouts, but we did them in larger rooms uh -huh. because we were getting people complaining where you do them in these other rooms. And now you got, it looks like Sermon on the Mount. You got people all over, people out in the hall, people, you know, whatever. Like you've been there. Yeah. My point is you, you've been there since, you know, we did the Connecticut Convention Center you know, with, I want to say maybe there was 170, but who knows? Yeah. I don't remember the exact number, but it was something like that. Um, but it just goes to show you when it comes to relationships, I'm talking about Dan and John and all these people, uh, all of those trips, all those, they really do matter because there's all these people who you meet 
at these after parties and these, you know, whatever that, you know, over a decade later, you know, it's, I always, yeah. I always feel like that me and Darren, you know, Dawson from bomb bomb. Yeah. Uh, we've always been so tight because we kind of met each other when both of our companies were virtual unknowns. Right. You know? I, I remember when he came in. Yeah. No, great two guy. boys, two boys with a dream. Like we just, yeah. you know, so now we give each other crap and, you know, make fun of each other and everything else. But the truth is we're wildly like, uh, um, proud of the other person. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like, yes, oh, yeah. you know, like it's, it's amazing. And but I, I was, I was, uh, I would say that out of the maybe 200 people you had at the first one, yeah. there was probably a hundred people last year that, that I recognized from the very first summer yeah. so, uh, or advance. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it, crazy? It, a lot of people have stuck with you over the years and, and go and go to every single advance, you know? So it's so a, crazy, it's a, man. So, so crazy. Well, we, that's cool. That you guys are going to be there again. For anybody yeah. listening, by the way, I'm going to get into some other stuff here, but obviously um, I've got Brandon on here because, uh, you know, we've had a partnership for years other than we built our own. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, but for anybody listening who wants to actually try out Wise Agent, you know, one of the reasons that I love Wise Agent is just to me, it's like the simplicity, right? Like you guys do so much that they can use so much of that or not use so much of that. It's up to them. But I really I've always felt like it was a very user friendly system. Like it's it's uh, whether you're at, you know, this level, you're a 401 user or whether you need the 101 class, you know, you can still use Wise Agent. Right. And it's better than not doing anything. So uh, if you go to uh, wiseagent.com forward slash Jared James, wiseagent.com forward slash Jared James. Um, I believe, do they get a trial or no? I honestly, I don't even yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we get every, everyone will get a 14 day free trial. And in that 14 days, it's not just a trial. This is where you're going to get a, still get a welcome call to this day. But in, in that welcome call, what we're going to do is set you up for a time to get a one-on-one onboarding. And that's one of the things that, that we found early on. There's just really no way to onboard. Even when we get an, a whole office, yeah, uh, you know, you can't onboard not even five people at the same time because you don't yeah. want to hear, you know, this next guy telling tell us all of his problems and what he needs. So it's a we we've um, done really good at that. So as you as you get get your free trial, you're going to schedule a time where you can talk to one of our specialists, and in that meeting, they're going to really just be helping you get your database from wherever it is. Sometimes it's in three or four places. Get it all moved over into your Wise Agent account. Get it synced with your phone. Get your calendar synced, and then figure out where are those leads coming from. You know, what what are you doing to, to generate business, and we'll help you get that set up so those things are all dropping. Get the in. basic foundation, and I mean, it's yeah, individuals, just, teams, brokerages. Like you guys, you guys really uh, work the system for any of those. And yeah. then on top of that, when they use that link, the wiseagent.com forward slash Jared James, they have our follow-ups in there that I've personally written. They've got all sorts of stuff like that going on. Um, do you guys still, this was, I remember when this was a thing, when I was like, you need to do this. Do you guys take the credit card when they first sign up for the trial? <laughs> because of you, we do. Yes. Good. Good. Was, for everybody listening. Yeah, it, it took okay. us a long <laughs> We need it. Brandon, Brandon like fought this on me. He's like, cause they wouldn't take the credit card when signing up for the trial. And then you're like chasing people 14 days down the road. I'm like, dude, take the credit card, make yeah. it easy. They put it in, in the beginning. He's like, I don't know. I feel bad. You know, I don't know if I want to, whatever, which just goes to show you Brandon's heart, but I'm over here going, Brandon, it's not only good for you. It's good for them. 
They don't have to go and manually give it to you 14 days later either. It's very simple. When you sign up for the trial, put your credit card info in, everything's there. If you decide you don't want to move forward, you cancel. No big deal. It makes it easy for everybody. It saves your people from having to chase down a bunch of people wondering if they're interested. Are they not interested? Are they, you know, whatever it's going to be. Take the freaking credit card. And so I'm glad to hear that you are, you're still taking the credit card. We all need a coach and I'm still coachable. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's talk yeah. about this. So for a few years, we didn't. So I had actually went and I was like, you know what? We're going to build our own system, right? And we built yeah. our own system. And man, that was an undertaking. And that was, you know, I listened to your guys' humble beginnings of, you know, um, you know, just starting with a very simple on a napkin and doing whatever. That was not my start. Like I started from a place where we went, okay, we've got thousands of students, you know, let's service them. Let's do this. But so we couldn't start there. We had to basically look at where CRMs were and go, we got to jump right into that fold. And we, you know, we got to figure out some new stuff too. And we got to whatever. Um, I also personally, I didn't take any investment. I didn't anything. Like I personally like uh, funded everything, built everything. That was the, the, triumph of all triumph because when i say i gained so much respect for you during that time because it was so much work so much money so frustrating so i mean it was just like every day new things new thing i, I felt like the president like you wake up and they're like mr president problems mr president problems problems today mr president you know i felt like that and and we had actually i think so we had paused our relationship not not really paused. I mean, I would still like uh, if people weren't going to use ours, I'd say, hey, the next one we recommend. But we did that for a few years. And then after a few years, we made a decision just because we kind of made a decision based on, hey, what's the direction of our business? Do I want my focus here? Do I want my focus here? Similar to like you did with real estate and other things. And so I'll actually share some stuff we haven't shared yet. But uh, we made a decision to bring that that CRM that we had built, bring it in-house so that it now powered our companies, our multiple companies. Um, our salespeople were using it, our cleared and closed mm -hmm. transaction coordinators were used. Like we now allowed it to power uh, powder, uh, power those places. And what we did was we 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 took the source code from the original, like just the the real estate side. We kept that source code so that it's very agent, broker, team specific. We then built on that source code to make it for cleared and closed to for our transaction coordinators. We made changes for them. We built on it for our salespeople. We did whatever, but we still kept that original uh, source code for you know uh, uh, the actual real estate side of it. And what I will do eventually, so we still have that uh, powering our other companies. What I will do eventually is I'll take that source code for the real estate side and I'll sell it to one of our large brokerages. So like one of our large brokerages, one of our, you know, people we work with, whoever that's larger has thousands of people, whatever, and they just want their own stuff. You know how a lot right. of them are going in and they're buying, I don't want to name, you know, different, whatever, <laughs> but like, they're just whatever. We'll probably take that and just sell it to them and be like, here, you want your own? Here you go. Here's everything. Right. It's all built. Good to go. You get the AWS, you, you deal with it. You can, you know, uh, you can do that yourself. That's what we did with ours. And then we made the decision. I think I sent you an email or something. I was like, Hey. I think we're back in the game. Like we're going to, you know, uh, we were looking at you and a couple others. For me, it was, I had already known you and I already worked with you. I'd already known that we had a, a certain number of our people already working with you and stuff. And we ended up switching back probably, I want to say last year, maybe, or somewhere yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, about a year and a half ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I think, and that's a, another lesson for the brokers. Is, is if agents leave your office, there's it is not not a reason to end the relationship. You know, we we kept in touch, and and I give Jared a hug or try to have a beer with him at every every time I did yeah. see him. And uh, by by keeping that relationship going, um, you know, we were on his mind when it when it was time. So I think we can all look at that and and see yeah it was never it was never hard like it was never like uh it was like hey man this is what we're doing now but it was yeah. never like a hard feelings like hey man no, I don't no like hard you guys feelings. or anything no i still loved you guys i was just like i mean hey, it, just... in the beginning days you were you were calling me and asking me for tips and hey how do we do this how do we hey, do what'd you guys do with that or what'd you guys yeah, yeah, it yeah, out. yeah. And, and uh and i had no no problem even even sharing our our insights because you know we you know we always know there's enough business for all of us there's there's just so much out there and there's not going to be one solution that everyone says, this is the only thing, this is the best. And so, um, so it, yeah, it all worked out and we're real happy yeah. to be, be, be back and made, now made they'll the see you with again. the advance. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I liked it. I liked that you didn't just, just call us that you were shopping around and we had, we had to win your business again. And, uh, so that, 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 you know, we, we wouldn't have wanted it any other way. So you do feel like you can stand behind us and, you know, Anyone you send our way, we're going to take good care of. Well, I just felt like for the like for me, when I was looking at our users, I was looking at your guys' price compared to so many other places, uh, compared to what you offer and the customer service. And the to me, it was like a no-brainer, right? It was just like, yeah, that that makes sense. You know, like that's that's absolutely, you know, the route we're gonna we're gonna go. Uh, it was the easiest transition back in. We had coaches of ours that were still using you, we had teams that were still. Just like that's a natural, and quite frankly, I like you guys. So like that matters to me. Like um, um, I know that business is business, but uh, I like liking the people that I work with. Um, I, it's almost like when you when you run companies, you get to hire people, you know, or like even when we're training our team leaders, it's like you get one opportunity. The, the high majority of people go to work every day, and they spend more time at work than they do anywhere else on the planet. You know, all this talk about balance—it's nonsense. Like a factory worker is not balanced. The time that they go to the factory and come home compared to the amount of time that they see their kids and hang out, they're not balanced, you know, like it's not, there's no such thing, right? And so the number of people who go to work and are just miserable every single day, um, when you have an opportunity, number one, from a hiring perspective to work with people you actually like to be around and you actually, that's amazing. And then secondly, from my perspective, when I have the opportunity to work with people, to work, not, not meaning people I hire now, but like people like you guys that you partner with and you do things with that you genuinely like them and think they're good people, why wouldn't you take advantage of that opportunity? You know? Um, so that was, that was, that was obviously the, the, the tech mattered. Like you could be a great guy, but your product sucks, you know? Right. And it's like, Hey, we'll go get a beer. I'm just not telling anybody to use you, you know, because <laughs> right, your right, product right. sucks. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's the truth. Like it's, it's just, um, you know, I can like a lot of people and someone can hire me to do an event. Someone can use us to coach them. Somebody can you you know, whatever it is, you know, all the stuff's great if they like me when I'm in person, whatever. But if, you know, our coaching sucks or I suck on stage, they're not hiring you for anything. You know, at the end of the day, the product still has to still has to perform. You know, it's still got to right. be there. So I always I always appreciated that. I like that. I, I am curious from you. Um, what do you see is the I know what I have in my head, but like, what's the differentiator for you? Because there's so many CRMs like I always tell people CRMs are like spouses. You know, it's like you, you'll see one work for someone and then not work for you ever seen someone with someone, a spouse, and you're like, I don't get it. I, I, I could not be around that person. And yet they seem happy. That's kind of how CRMs are. 
Like one CRM works for someone and someone else is going, I hated that CRM. I didn't, you know, whatever. And it's like, well, it works for them, whatever. What do you think some of the main differentiators are um, from your perspective when people select you over the numerous options that are out there when it comes to CRMs in our space? Yeah, we we hear every single day that, you know, the, the thing that where we're separating ourselves is by offering that amazing 24 hour a day, seven day a week, you know, weekends, holidays, anytime our members need us, we're there for them um, with that, with that re- real high quality support. We hear, um, I think what, what I've, a lot of times lately, what I've been hearing when we were, we're setting up brokers and owners is they're saying, you know, it's not like we just um, bought another piece of technology it feels like we've just added a new team member on our yeah. team. You guys are very member. personal. You guys are very yeah, like that yeah. touch. Yeah. And we, we love that. We're, we're, when, when, you know, the, as they're coming, we're trying to build relationships. And so it, and, and it just makes sense. If, if you're guys going to use our system, might as well take advantage of, of our awesome customer support. And so like the owners and brokers, they're saying, man, we've never had it where the technology company comes in and, and then you're reaching out and getting all, each one of my agents onboarded one by one. And then you're doing yeah. the training and I don't have to guide you through it. You guys are guiding, guiding me through it. And, and, and I think um, that that's been a big thing. And then, and then you mentioned the other piece is, is the cost and probably because we haven't ever had to take that investor money and we've, we've always been able to um, keep the money going. We've been able to keep our costs down real low. And, and that was, important to me in the beginning because of my background of coming into this business with no money and yeah. realizing, man, after I pay for my license and my MLS fees and, you know, all, all these, these yeah. uh, fees that you get hit with, there was no money left for me to buy any of the cool tools that I, I was hearing about or, or looking at. So we wanted to um, make have something that would be available to everyone. And so as we've raised our prices, you know, each time we've still always been definitely the, the where are the you at right now? Price. What's your, what's your pricing right now? Uh, $40 a month, 30, $32 a month really is what the price, but $8 for to add on the texting and everyone adds on the texting. So it's really 40 bucks a month. So it's 32 bucks a month. And then if they want to do like, which they need to, whether it's the, the text, texting yeah. going through their, their, their campaigns, whether it's them actually doing texting through the system. So it's tracking and doing whatever. It's another eight dollars right. because you guys are getting charged. What are you using Twilio on the back end? Yeah, yeah, we've. Yeah, that's we what everybody Twilio. for anybody for anybody listening. You're probably not going to understand what that means, um, <laughs> but that that's like the main supplier of texting and and data and messages and those kind of things when it comes to CRMs and other places is a company called Twilio. And so there's a cost to that. You know, when you look at um, uh, a CRM uh, like you guys or like any of the others. So really, once you do what you fully need, it's like forty bucks a month. And then I'm right. sure, like when it comes to teams and brokerages, there's scaled up versions or scaled down versions that happen. Um, but I always, man, I told you for years, like I remember it was like 20 bucks or 25 bucks. And I'm like, Brandon, you're too cheap, man. Like, you know, there's that old saying, you get what you pay for, but you guys truly like, they get way more than what they're paying for. Like, you know, it's, it's very inexpensive for what you're actually getting. And again, anybody listening right now, you can try them out by going to wiseagent.com forward slash Jared James, uh, wiseagent.com forward slash Jared James. But I've always thought like the amount of of, of stuff that you guys offer um, compared to the price is just, it's a no freaking brainer. And then you sent me a message 
I'm really bad with time frames. Maybe two months ago, three months ago, something like that. Right before you were um, adding your your whole Chat GPT feature, or really, that's what people know it by the name. But really, you probably dealt with OpenAI, um, and and said, "Dude, we're going to be the first CRM in the industry that actually can use and actually leverage, you know, Chat GPT, OpenAI." You want to take a second and just kind of tell people, you know, what that is and what that does and what you added and how that works and why you guys were first and you know like how did this happen yeah yeah no um i think we've we've been first on a lot of these innovations because we're still small and nimble and and uh my son is a senior in high school and and he uh called me in in his room he's like dad you got to see this thing that just came out and and this is uh early early january and he's like yeah yeah you know it's this is and he started showing me chat gpt and I, as, as he just did his first example i thought oh man i could see so many uses for our members your head starts thing. spinning you're like yeah. oh my god like yeah. this is, and yeah. so we you know i got back to the office that morning and we made you know we started hey, figure out figure out what what this is and how do we how can we use it you know and so yeah, we were it was we, we figured that that's what everyone in the world was doing at that moment. We were going to, you know, would not even be um, at all first, but we actually ended up being the first CRM to go live in January of this year. Um, we beat Salesforce and, you know, all, all the all the big guys even outside of the industry. But um, and what we did, we, we, we call it our writing assistant. And it just made it very easy for our members when they're inside Wise Agent, now they can click on this button called Writing Assistant, and they can say, you know, write me a, a blog article on why people should move to Scottsdale and use these key keywords, and it'll just crank it out. And then you can click on whatever writes, and it'll drop it into your editor, so you can make any changes. And then you can save save that and and use it now or use it down the road, you know. And so um, we've been watching people use it to write their their blogs, write their um, their their uh, follow-ups scripting you know, dialogue i mean there's so many goes things on and on drip campaigns you name it but um uh, then then we started you know as as it started getting popular and people couldn't get into chat gpt because it was overflowing or whatever you know there's a, a lot of problems we had this back door and so that helped get a lot of people hey i want i just want to try your writing assistant i've, I've heard it and i can't get on open ai or i can't get to it for yeah. one reason or another so we just made it simple um and and we've improved it i think we've done three upgrades to it since we've since we released it you know just based on our members writing in and, and giving us feedback so um yeah we just made it very useful for the for the members you guys are always like right on the cusp there which is one of the things i love about you you're always like right on the cusp of okay it's not just okay here's the main features you need here's the main whatever but like you're up on hey we're not going to sit on our laurels like this needs to be added this is important this is gonna and whether people use it or not it's available to them yeah is, yeah is there is there anything this is interesting because your system does so much like it, it it's almost too much to go over like everything it can do sure. is there anything that it can't do right now that you're that you want or that you've been trying to implement or that you're like we need to is there anything like is there anything <laughs> well there's a, there's always uh i mean our developers are always backed up working on new projects a lot of them are things um that, that no one has, you know, and we, and we, I guess we roll out you, when you go, if you do an in-depth look at our CRM, it's just loaded with little features and tools that brokers and agents have asked us for that no other CRM has, because we've, we've built everything from the ground up and everything works together. So what, what Jared had mentioned earlier, uh, yeah, you fix one thing and it breaks something over here. 
that we know exactly what you're saying because our entire platform works together. But uh, it, that's what makes it so so unique compared to a lot of these other systems where they've bought all these different pieces and they try to piece them together. And and you're just never going to have everything able to work in the same same system if you don't build it from the ground up. So we've kind of taken a different approach at that. Um, but yeah, we've always got things we're working on and and requests coming in. I guess the big thing that we don't have that that uh, is always right there on the back of our mind that maybe we should add is um the, the kind of the last piece probably of the of the big pieces would be websites so we we have landing pages that they can use anywhere they want some people use our landing pages as a single prop you know single page website for them but so if they're uh, doing we, like a, like i mean like if they're doing an open house or they're doing an ad or they're doing a whatever or even just create, to, create those those landing pages yeah we even have agents that say hey i i just i don't think anyone uses our website so i just want to make a landing page that says about me and who I'm with and, and yeah. guides them, you know, and so they're using it as a, as a, as like a, like a it's, it's website. more like a lead. It's more like a, uh, a lead attraction thing more than it is yeah. a business card. Yeah. But we have templates for every kind of landing page that they can use. You know, if, we, if you're holding an open house, there's no reason for you to have a piece of paper for people to walk in and sign. And then that night you have to try to read all the writing anymore. That's, you know, outdated. Now we've got landing pages that you can just, have them sign in on your iPad or your laptop and you yeah. can get a lot more information and any, everything kind of, as soon as anything happens, then it drops into the system and then all the automation that you want to happen can happen where you, it can be as manual as you, as you want it to. Um, yeah. And we, and we have, we, you know, when you, when you think about the features, we've got people that come and find us because I just need a monthly newsletter. That's, that's my one piece and that's all they care about. And they don't care about all the other stuff, but for them, $32 a month is... I was about to well say, and honestly, a lot of a lot of monthly newsletter companies are going to charge what you're charging for the full... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or the flyer tool or the, you know, the transaction management or the, you know, there's just piece after piece that they, they come to us and they're like, wait, you have this too? Oh, I can get rid of this tool. You know, so then they start using more and more. And then we have those... There's people that tell us at every event we're at, man, I've been paying, I've been paying for your, my wise agent account for the last year and I haven't logged in and I see it every month, but I keep paying for it because it's like a gym membership and I, and I know I need to be going. That's and exactly if I, it. if I cancel it, then I'm kind of throwing in the towel. So I'm going to start using it when we get back from the show, you know, so, um, I, you know, keeping it, the, the price down so low, we have, there's just not a, a big reason why people, that's not ever a reason why people leave us, you know, so. Hmm. Okay. So what do you think are the, um, what do you think are like the top features that people use that they love within your system? Oh, and by the way, the, before you answer that, I just thought of yeah. like, when you mentioned the website thing, you guys still uh, connect with just about every website out there, meaning oh. they can use their source email. They can use, you know, what you're integrated with a lot of them. Yeah. So that any leads, yeah. anything that comes in comes directly into wise agent, like as if they're connected. Right, right. So they, they, whether whether they're whatever website they're using, if it's their company website or they've built a WordPress or they're using a, another website from, we've either got a relationship with them or we've got a way to get their their um, leads to drop right into your Wise Asian account. And so um, we've got that all figured out. From no matter where you're getting leads, you just reach out to us and we can help you get those in one time and from then on the leads will come in and we're, we are the most integrated CRM. So we've got more partners in the industry than any of the other ones. And, and when I say that um, we've actually built relationships where our servers talk directly to theirs, a lot yeah. of them say, 
hey, we're, we're integrated, but we use this tool called Zapier or, you know, yeah. one of these tools. And then you have a third party in the middle and it's just never going to work as good or seamless as it is when our system is talking directly to, like, for instance, BombBomb. And if there's an issue, yeah. you can pick up the phone and say, hey, Darren, let's get this figured out, you know. And so yeah. it's just um, it's kind of the way we've done it. And, and another, another thing why people really like using it because everything works together so well. You've worked all those integrations through your relationships and such. You're not, you're not relying on third parties. Uh, what do you think are the, 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 the top features that people love uh, about Wiseit? What do you think the ones that are most used, most loved? Like if you got rid of them, they would be ticked. Really, I think, you know, like a lot of things, it's, it's back to the very, the basics. Um, they, they, it's the, the, the contact list, you know, and so all, all the different features, when you click on a contact that you can see there, all their information there and the, the ongoing notes. Notes are just so important to yeah. build a business where you have these date and timestamp notes. Um, the transaction management is something that is very, very highly used. And that's just basically every time you have a transaction, it'll create a nice checklist for you. You know, if you have a listing, it's going to walk you through all the things you need to do right when you get that listing um, through all the things you need to do to market it. And then once you get a contract on it, all the way through to, and then, and then it gives you a spot to link all your documents to it for um, permanent document storage and yeah. all the people that worked on it notes, you know, so they love just having everything on one page for their transactions, you know, the contacts, and then, then some of the marketing tools, um, the drip campaigns, huge, you know, very heavily used and, and, uh, um, the, the, uh, the new monthly newsletter, that's another, you know, going back all the way to the early days, yep. we've been writing a newsletter for our members every month. And that's still to this day, one of those things where you hear, you hear a lot of people are on at almost every conference newsletters don't work, you know, or email is dead, but yeah. then we see the reality and man, it, it doesn't work if you only send it, you know, every other month or when you have time, yeah. but it's, it's one of those things, you know, consistency is uh, undefeated. Undefeated. There you go. Like my yeah. favorite coaches say. Heard that, yeah. heard that saying before. <laughs> Dude, when yeah, I hear the are... email is dead thing, it cracks me up. Like it literally, like it, it's actually in my mind outside of word of mouth that you don't actually control. It's like the number one form of marketing. It's yeah. there is nothing that generates interest, generates people who sign up when I'm trying to do something, people who it sends them to a place. <clears throat> nothing like sending an email. Nothing. Right. Like it's, yeah. it's, People look at the average email open rate, which is like 21.6% or whatever, right? And they're like, oh, there's only a 21.6% open rate. I'm like, do you know what your open rate is on that on that Facebook post you did or that Instagram? It's 0.004, you know? And nobody says, you know, 99.96, whatever people don't, whatever. They just bash the email just because it's not as sexy. It's not as whatever. It's the most effective form. Like what else are you doing that over 20% of people are seeing? Like that's amazing and doesn't cost you anything. You're like, he's right, going to build right. your list. He's going to keep building yeah. your, I, I think it is, I did a lot of this last year and I'm probably going to start going into this a lot more too, because to me, it's the ultimate, um, it's the, it's the ultimate uh, uh, way to, to fight against disruption and fight against, you know, whatever. It's just top of mind. Like yes. people open their emails. Now it might only be 21.6. Ours, by the way, on a massive list is almost 50%. You know, so you can do it. It's just that right. people don't want junk. So if you're going to send a newsletter, you're going to send content, or if you're going to send, it's got to be something valuable. You know, you, you can't just tell them, you know, here's the locus, here's the, here's the latest interest rate because Siri, what's the latest interest rate? You right, know, right, unsubscribe, right. 
It's just got to be valuable. But what, I mean, people literally have AOL emails they're forwarding to their Gmail now because nobody right. wants to give up their old, you know, like they never know what's going to get into that inbox. Like they, they still check it. They still want to know what's going on, you know? And it's the mm -hmm. one part that I think so many people ignore or just think it's not as cool anymore or think it's not, it's like the number one form of marketing. You, yeah, you have yeah. your email, it, you have direct access to them. Yeah. And uh, in YZ, we let our members send 2,500 emails every day. So that's 75,000 emails a month for that $32 a month. So, um, and, you know, so, so we cut the cost. A lot of people come to us, they were using MailChimp or, you know, another, yeah. another tool. And it's just another way. I think MailChimp is what, 2000? Don't you get 2000 or something like that? Yeah. But, yeah. And I really mean, the reason, we, so anybody who's listening, if we want to just kind of, um, kind of not geek out, but just so everybody understands, they're like, well, if I'm doing 2,500 a day over 30 days, why don't you just let me do 75,000 at a time? There is a part of that from a company, from a CEO perspective, where you're guarding yourself against people who have wrong intentions, correct? Oh, Being, yeah. Meaning like people will join your system, buy a list, and then email out from your server. And then you're going to get blacklisted because all they did was spam a bunch of people, which is going to count against you. And so what you're doing is you're giving yourself the, the opportunity to give people good faith of saying, hey, you're sending to people that have opted in. But at the same time, for that one out of every whatever who tries to, you know, skew the system and 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 screw your company and go send out some mass blast right. from your email server, you're protecting yourself by not allowing them to do it all at once. Uh, uh, by saying, nope, you can only do that much per day. Correct? Is that, is yeah, that, it, is that kind of the reasoning behind yeah, it? Yeah, no, that that definitely falls into it. Where where we we've just we've just figured it out better than the other guys, and that's why we are able to let you send two thousand five hundred emails a day where that's most of our competitors that's their monthly the, the, the well, yeah when you said per month, day i was kind of surprised you know, by that i was like per oh, day. that's interesting per I day, heard but per day yeah thing. so we've we've done the work on the back end where so it, when you're on your 14-day free trial i think that limit is 50 per day so we we really scaled down because we don't know you yet and, they're not a real know. client yet you know they're yeah, not you know you don't meet someone go on the first date and invite them to the wedding right right so this is that's so that you can try it but um and then and then we're monitoring it all the time, you know, every email that goes out, we're making, we're looking, we're watching all the different, um, you know, factors that'll let us know, hey, is this guy doing it right? Or are they messing up? And so we've got lots of, lots of tools and, and, and blogs written to, to help you do email, right? So you can be sending 2,500 every day with no And, and by the way, anybody who's but, doing it, anybody who's got good intentions should like that you're doing that because you're trying oh, to yeah. increase the deliverability of everybody who's doing it correct. You right, know, you're, right. you're trying to say, hey, our overall email server here, like it needs to have a good reputation. And yes. do, do people have the ability if they have more than that and they've been with you for a while or they pay more? Do they have the ability to send more or are you guys like, no, yeah. that's it. If you're going to go, no, over, no. you got to use a different service. No, we've we've definitely we have people that are, are sending 10,000 a day out of ways. You know, that, so we've, we, we it does cost them a little more. But they've earned it, you know. But and they built their credibility to where it's like, right, okay, right. this makes sense. So, these are real yeah. people. These are real. You're not, you know, what is the limit? It's like uh, you're allowed one spam per thousand. Um, yeah. Is that, is that I, still the limit? I don't even know what what, what our limits we have set, but um, they're I, on I think, right I think in the overall, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, what is it? Uh, ISP world or whatever it is. I think it's, I think it's one spam per thousand that you're allowed. Okay. Meaning when you send out to a viable list, if you have 10,000 people, you generally would be allowed 
to have 10 of those people say this is spam, you know, uh, without, without, you know, internet service providers going, oh, something's wrong here. Like you're allowed one per thousand, right? So when somebody right. comes in and they send out to 5,000 and the first thousand that go out, there's 30 spam counts. They're like, ISP is like, uh, something's up here. This isn't real. You bought this list. Right. And just to give you an example, like you're allowed one per thousand. When we send out to our database, which our database is massive, like it's it doesn't fall under either one of those categories that you just mentioned, right? right. It's a rarity when it goes out to our whole database and we see one spam uh, count, one, one person. And usually you got to figure that's either either an accident or that's uh, you know whatever. Because the truth is, if you really built relationship and these people know who you are, they're not marking you as spam. You know, right. they might unsubscribe right. if you're giving them information that they don't, you know, they don't want that they don't, you know, whatever. Um, but they shouldn't be marking you spam unless it's an accident or you dated their sister or something. Like I don't know, like it just it, it shouldn't be happening. Yeah. And, and uh, on for the as you know for on the on the tech company side, it's just a pain in the butt constantly because they're always changing the rules and we're trying we're yeah. constantly having to jump through hoops and and program around it to me, you know, to, to follow that, all the, all the new rules on both text and email. It's a nonstop. Yeah, that's why I got out of the game, man. I, I, I had to make a decision. I'm like, I'm not yeah, going to spend every day, all day, you know, dealing with, uh, right. these issues. let someone else do it. That this is their job. I'm, I'm going to, it's just yeah. like you saw all these real estate companies, you know, that everybody now is a tech company. Right. <laughs> and then you just, you just saw, um, my buddy, Nick, who runs Remax, basically step out of that game and he's like we're not doing you know we own bouge you know whatever we're not doing it anymore we're now going to partner with another company we're not in the tech game anymore we're not doing it anymore like let them deal with it and a lot of that came with all of the headaches and the decisions and all these things that just weren't real estate related right you know right. like it's like these are not the things we're supposed let them focus on that and that's mm. kind of the place that i came to as well where it's like okay we can do a lot of these different things but when I look at the core focus of my day and I look at, you know, what people look at me for, or what they need from me or what I need to be doing with my time or where I need to be leveraging my brain and content and how I think and whatever, it's not in dealing with developer meetings and, you know, this and that, 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 that you know, I'm just like, that's just not a, let somebody else deal with that. So, so when I hear you talk about email and how they keep changing everything and they keep on one hand, you know, I'm just like respect, like, you know, but that's your that's your world. I'll let you have it. You, you, you go do with that. Let, let, let Brandon do what he does well. And you guys just talk to your clients and know when you should. And, you know, yeah. ultimately that's what it comes down to. But anyway, uh, what else, man, is there, is there anything else we need to, um, that we need to cover? Like, is there anything else that you want to make sure people either know about? Like really for me, when we talk about doing this, I told you, I want to know the background. I want to know like, you know, when you got in, what happened, what's the, and I think a lot of people who are listening to this are going to be interested by that because, you know, they don't, people listening most likely have not, they're not like you and I, they haven't built a CRM. Like that's not a normal story for people. Um, but the story of, you know, being an entrepreneur and, you know, understanding that, you know, like I told that lady, the biggest problem you have is thinking that you're not supposed to have problems. I think sharing that and understanding that like, Hey, here's all the things we had to overcome. Here's where we've come from. Here's our story. Here's our, whatever. I think there's a lot of relatability to that. Um, and it's a lot of why, as I said, you know, to everybody listening now, it's one of the reasons why, you know, we do so much with you guys is because not just cause I love the story. I love the people behind it. And I love, um, the actual product that is being offered, um, at a cost that 
it's insane. Like the number of people running around in real estate right now that either have a CRM and don't use it or don't have a CRM. They think that Gmail is their contacts is like, oh my God. You know, we talk about you either run a business or you run around. And people always ask me like, what's the number one mistake agents make? And I always say it's that they don't understand that, you know, the real estate business or just business in general is boats over fishing. You know, everybody wants to get in and they want to learn how to fish. They want to learn how to lead create. They want to learn how to put lines in the water. And it's like, hey, you do that for too long and you don't have a big enough boat to go after the fish you're after. You know, before you know it, you're shark, you're shark fishing in a canoe. And, and you know, the, what I see people get wrong is that it's boats over fishing. It's infrastructure first. And from a coaching perspective, there's a certain amount that we can handle from a systems and otherwise perspective of building infrastructure and, you know, getting you a TC and doing all those kind of things, a transaction coordinator. But a huge part of that boat is the CRM. You know, that's where so many of your systems, that's where your follow-ups, that's where your reminders, like CRMs are not just there to do all the auto follow-up for you. Like there's a human component. Sometimes that drip campaign, the follow-up that's happening or the, the step that's coming out is a reminder to you to personally do something. And that, right. and that doesn't mean you're not following a system because there's still the, the human touch, right? Like, like you mentioned, you guys, when you onboard people, like when people sign up, you still have somebody reaching out. There's that human touch. Like, you know, one thing we learned during COVID was, you know, who knew people are important, you know, uh, hearing from people, being around people, like human interaction is important. And for people listening to this, whether you're in real estate, no matter what you're in, like we're in that human interaction game. You know, we're, it's why we do a podcast like this. It's why I put out Instagram videos all the time. It's why I put out we are in the interaction, you know, whether it's face to face, whether it's screen to screen, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, we can overcomplicate this business. But the more that we are face to face with people, we are screen to screen with people, we are top of mind, we are, you know, whatever, um, the more we do that, the better we do. And, you know, the idea that there are agents, teams, brokerages running around without a functioning CRM, you know, you are a car without wheels. It looks like a car, you know, there's a lot of things you can do in there that, that make you think it's worthwhile, right? You could turn the heat on, you can listen to music, you can lay back and take a nap, but you're not going anywhere. And, and that's, right. that's what a real estate business without a CRM is. You're a car without wheels. You may look like an agent. You may look like a team. You may look like a brokerage, but there's only so far you're going without wheels. You know, yeah, you can get everybody yeah. there to push it. What's that? As you say, and, and you, if you got into the industry in the last few years, you may have been able to go quite far without these wheels. But what we're hearing every day now is, man, I've got to get back to actually working now. You know, the last couple of years, I didn't even have to put a sign up and everything sold immediately. But now I need to make flyers and, and do the marketing to get these things sold or just or to market myself. Um, and so as this as we've we've the industry has been changing man, we've been getting a lot of people calling in saying, I know, I've known I needed to get you start yeah. using my CRM. I was just too busy the last two years. Yeah. And then I was not motivated enough because I didn't have to, I could run this car without wheels, you know, but um, now, now it's the wheels have come off and, and they're definitely coming to us saying, Hey, help me, help me get back, get this thing figured out. And so, yeah, we've got, got a tool for almost everything in there. And, and uh, we're, we're there to train you and, and walk you through, hold your hand and get you using it. 
Look, man, hustle only gets you so far. It's like, um, and I, I think a lot of people, you know, it's like I talked about the previous market and I said it was a fool's gold market. And, you know, I think a lot of people have a fool's gold business and, and they think that because they can run down the street, they're ready for a marathon. And, and that's the difference when you talk about a business. When I say you can either run a business or you can run around, you know, to the outside world, they look the same. You know, to the outside world, when you jog down the street, at the same time that somebody run a marathon jogs down the street, you look the same, okay? The difference is once you get to a certain point, you run out of breath, you realize you're not in shape, you realize you haven't stretched, you realize you have the wrong shoes, you realize you didn't hydrate, you realize you didn't, all these things. In the outside world, it looks like you're running a business, right? But in order to actually run the marathon, there's preparation. Like there's a lot that goes into that. And so when you talk about running a business, yeah, you may be able to run down the street. You may be able to have hustled your way to the place you've gotten today, but you aren't getting into the long game of business. You're not getting into the place where you actually love your career, where your career is scalable, where one day your career is saleable, where one day you're not getting to that place unless you prepare for the marathon. And the way you do that from a real estate perspective is you have to have a CRM. Like it, it's to me like the number one tool when we talk about tech tools. It's the number one tool that you have to have, whether you use it at the at the very minute lowest stages or whether you go all out and you've got your whole team functioning on it. And you've got, do you guys do like tracking commissions and like doing all that kind of stuff? Sure, so whether sure. you're tracking commissions and, you know, doing your transaction management through there and you're doing like whatever it is, you're using chat GPT through there, you're doing whatever. There's many levels you can go to. But like a marathon, like a career, you have to decide whether, you know, right now you want to just continue to have a job that you just hustle your way for, or do you want to actually, you know, build a career that's sustainable and, and isn't necessarily just based on everything with you and everything, you know, that's what it does. So if you're listening to this, guys, give it a shot. It's, uh, it's wiseagent.com forward slash Jared James. And look, Brandon didn't, didn't pay me to be on here. He didn't, you know, whatever. Um, you go to wiseagent.com forward slash Jared James. Um, give it a shot, guys. You won't regret it. You know, their team is awesome. Brandon's a good dude. Uh, Brandon, if they want to connect with you, what should they do? Yeah, really, uh, you can you can get to me through through wiseagent.com forward slash Jared James and hit the contact us button. Uh, my email is bwise at wiseagent.com. So feel free to shoot me an email anytime. And uh, our phone number is on the website as well. And we actually answer the phone. So I'm uh, always happy to, to talk to anyone and help you guys uh, solve your problems or answer questions, whatever you want. And don't be upset, guys, if it's not Brandon helping you with your problems or setup or whatever. He is running a company here. Uh, and so I know that's his heart. And I know that I think he still does way too many more demos than he should personally. But, uh, you know, that's his heart. That's his, you know, uh, kind of his MO, but at the same time, you guys do have people now that will help with that stuff that will make those calls now, make sure everybody's set up. And at the end of the day, that's really what matters. It doesn't matter who's doing it. It's just, you know, you want to, you, you need to get comfortable with this guys. A CRM is not something where you hire an admin and say, fix my database. Um, you know, they're going to be as lost as you were. Right. So, right, so right. it's worth it. Take a day and learn it. Watch the tutorials, do a demo with them. Talk to your coach. You're one of our students. Talk to your coach about what systems need. So you know what always amazed me is like when you talk about systems and infrastructure and you talk about, you know, for example, like campaigns, right? Whether they're whether they're setting up a long-term campaign from someone from an open house, whether it's a, you know, a past client, uh, which we don't like the word past client, but like it's a client uh, that that has previously closed, right? Um, wh whether they're they're setting up whatever it's going to be. 
literally it's one of those things where you focus for a very small amount of time to get it set up and then it's done. You're right. right. The, the amount of time we think about it, worry about it, whatever, and don't do it. And then, and then, you know, whatever the opposite of reaping the rewards, we get the opposite of that because we just didn't spend the 25 minutes to get it set up, customize it. And it's, it's done for good. There's a little tweaking here and there, but it's done. It's really that simple. So I recommend you guys do uh, wiseagent.com forward slash Jared James. Uh, Brandon, any final thoughts or anything? Anything we didn't cover that you want to uh, give any announcements to make or anything? Do you have any? Oh, okay. uh, I, I give you a, yeah. So, so like you were saying, we have everything from the basic tools where um, a real basic one that gets used a lot is, a, is on the call list. So when you go to make a call, are you actually scheduling, if they don't answer, are you, are you scheduling another call for later that day or tomorrow when they do pick up? Have you already reviewed the notes for that anyone else talked to or what you talked with them about last month? Little things like that. And then um, at the last Jerry James Advance, I was talking to another one of your vendor partners, uh, Cole. And so, uh, again, Cole, we, Cole we Realty built, Resource. Yeah, Cole Realty Resource. Great, great, great company. And we've built a, a nice relationship with them and to benefit our members. Uh, no additional cost. But now every lead that comes into our system or anytime you add anyone in, It'll actually run a, a cold report and and pull, you know, if you add a physical address, that is the actual physical address, it'll pull a lot of amazing information. It's even pull, finding birthdays and emails and, you know, filling in the name if you don't have names. So, so wait, you're um, saying that stuff that gets pulled because a lot of people pay for that stuff. You're saying as yeah. part of being with Wise Agent, when they put people in that has the appropriate, whether it's the address or whatever the info is you're going to pull off of, that, that that system can pull at no additional charge their 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 birthdays their emails their phone whatever the, the info is that that cole is whatever able to find on that whatever person. cole's got yeah so and that's that's live right that's now and you guys can you guys can try it in your in your free trial but yeah so it works off physical addresses and it's just mind-blowing and it, and it worked that one works about closer to like 95 percent of the time where the social media enhancement that kind of searches all the social that's i would say that's closer to 40 percent of the time but yeah, that'll add a picture of your client and stuff so a lot of times when a lead comes in before you even click on it now it's got all kinds of information set up that you didn't get from the actual lead that. source that came in you know so yeah just a lot of a lot of really cool tools to help you all but um the big thing is um just to make the decision you want to give it a try and then take advantage of, of our customer support team they're specialists and they're going to figure out what, what, it, what are, who are you? Are you the broker, the owner, the agent? You have a team and we'll kind of walk you through depending on what's your, what's your, your needs are right now. Um, the brokers that are using the system and also um, able to, you know, use it to, to not only recruit, but to stay in touch with their office. Um, we see their offices are the ones that, are, that do the best and start using it because they're looking up to their, their, their uh, brokers that are also using it and they, you know, definitely um put the put the more work in and they then they have someone in the office they can go say hey how does this work and also every jared james coach has an account and uses wise agent so you've always got that resource as well that you can just call your coach and and uh anything they don't know they'll, they'll they know most of it. They've, they've been using it but if they don't they know how to get a hold of us and set up a, a three-way call so and honestly man i mean that can be the ultimate differentiator in a in a market when a market shifts and you know, all this stuff that comes out that's so cool and the tech tools and everything else, at the end of the day, it honestly is how close can you get to your people? Like I, I am a big believer that as the world becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, 
the smaller you can make it for your community, the more you win. You know, when people ask me, why do you respond to your DMs on Instagram? Why do you do, you know, whatever? Um, it's it's literally because I feel like the bigger that that my world becomes, the smaller I can make it feel for the people in my community, the more we win. And guys, that is the cheat code. You know, yeah, when, when you, you look at it, when you look at your database and you look at all the different ways that people are trying to talk to them and all the different distractions and all the different touches people make and all the different options and all the, the smaller you can make the world feel to your community, which is what a CRM helps you do. It gets you focused one at a time on what those are, the more you're going to win. And that's impossible to do uh, without having a fully functioning CRM. So uh, Brandon, thanks for coming on, man. Um, I so do appreciate it. I think this is a, uh, an episode that a lot of people are going to benefit from. I think that we got to kind of get the behind the scenes, which is kind of a different thing that I don't, I don't think people usually like to, uh, usually get to get. And then right. we talked about some of the features, but the truth is you got to just dive in, you know, so wiseagent.com forward slash Jared James. It's what's good for your business guys. It's, it's very affordable. Uh, make sure you're checking that out. Um, uh, Thanks, Brandon, man. I appreciate it. Hey, always great to hang out with you, Jared. Thank you. That was, that was a lot of fun. appreciate it. Have, gonna, have a happy Cinco de Mayo. Time to get those margaritas going. Huh? I was going to say, it sounds like you're going to have a happier Cinco de Mayo than us. I mean, you're about to go. You're, you're what, 20 minutes from starting. Are you two hours behind? Is it 1138 there? It's 1038 here. Oh, yeah, you, you guys always mess me. I can never get you guys down. It's like yeah. some areas are two, some areas are three hours, uh, whatever it is. But uh, enjoy those margaritas, man. Um, All right. Hey, I'm going to spend the rest of the day trying to stay away from margaritas. Okay. <laughs> I don't need the sugar, right. but thank you everybody. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you leave a comment. If you enjoyed this, share it with someone else that you think would benefit from it. Uh, and if you get a chance, send a thank you over to Brandon for sharing with us. Um, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for watching. If it's on YouTube, we'll see you all soon. Thanks so much for listening. Please take a moment and go to www.connectwithjared.com to connect with Jared James on all the platforms you are active on. And please remember to subscribe and leave a positive review on the platform you are listening on if you enjoyed the podcast.